you listening to cbjradio.com yet? It's a free internet radio station. Brand new shows every day. Shows range from a hip-hop show to rock shows to hair metal shows to all independent artist shows. And we also have a Friday night request show. Plus, retro Saturday nights, which is 80s music, grunge rock, and hair metal every Saturday night. Brand new shows. Make cbjradio.com the only internet radio station you listen to. Hello, friends. How you doing? Did you have a good 4th of July? I hope all pets and vets were okay during the fireworks. I really worry about people's pets and veterans of wars where things blew up around them and now we're blowing up things around them on the 4th of July. So uh, when fireworks are going off around in my neighborhood, I do think about people's pets and the vets out there. Vets, thank you for your service. It's Jubilee Days here in Laramie, and if you don't know what that is, it's a celebration of Laramie, kind of like a county fair, rodeo, street dances, carnivals, and a parade. And, well, I went to high school in Laramie, and it's generally the same time class reunions happen. It's not my class reunion. Next year, my 30th high school reunion. Wow. Wow. I graduated the class of 92, and I'm I'm still saying wow because... 30 years ago, about 29 years ago, I graduated high school. Go Plainsman. Now today's guest is Kyle Grisham. And we talked about his pretty consistent moving around as a kid and adult and always feeling like the new guy in school. Now our paths have crossed many different times in our lives, mostly around Lovejoy's Bar and Grill in Laramie. So let's get to the interview. Wyoming, raised all over uh, Iowa, North Dakota, Michigan, and predominantly Sheridan is where I call home. So, Lander, how much time did you spend there? Was just being born, and then it was yeah, like five years. Okay. Enough to you know, I got got to wrestle an eight year old, and then my you know when I was four, and then my parents moved me. For oh, okay, being bullied. Just kidding. Ah. <laughs> Gotcha. So you were there five years. I don't remember anything. Gosh, from six back, like those years were rough. Well, not rough. I guess they're rough for me. My parents said I was a really bad kid. I was real ornery. Like we go to restaurants (laughs) and uh, I'd make it like five minutes before I'd get like tossed in the car. And so they rotate between myself, my mom and my sister of sitting with me in the car. (laughs) I, I was just sucked. And, uh, Something about going to first grade, like turn the light on, change me to yeah. the nice person I am today. But yeah, I don't remember any of that. I, uh, just told I, I actually did do kindergarten there in Laramie. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, what made you leave Lander to come? Did you come to Laramie then? Yep, Lander to Laramie uh, for mom's school. Okay, so, yeah. Mom was, mom was going to UW and brought me down, and I got to uh, experience Slade Elementary School. Ah, so are, are your parents native Wyomingites? Um, no, not really. Uh, how no, did they? I, my mom graduated high school in Wyoming, so I don't know if she claims it. Uh, she was born in Minnesota someplace, and you know, dad was back in Illinois and Michigan, so 
how they meet? Um, in Korea, I believe. Oh, yeah. did he go? I mean, were they both military? Yeah, yeah both military. They're MPs. They oh. might have met in Virginia. I don't know exactly. I never really dug into that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they met in Korea and then went to Lander. Yeah. So um, <laughs> my mom graduated in Lander and then um, dad worked at, I believe it's called Atlantic City. One of those okay. old mill towns that is no longer there. Oh, wow. That you can drive by and there's just a bunch of empty trailers yeah. in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Yeah, so, a lot of that. Yeah. And so are you, I know the answer to this, but are you the only child? Do you have siblings? Well, um, yeah, one true brother. Okay. And then see a stepsister and stepbrother through my dad's marriage and two stepsisters through my mom's second marriage. So... Uh, so yeah. five quote unquote siblings, gotcha. one that looks a lot like me. And yeah. Four are, are you the oldest of all your siblings? Uh, let's see. No, I'm the second youngest. I think. Second yeah. youngest. Yeah. Or, okay. And yeah. so, um, Greg's older than you. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why yes, I thought do. that might've been the other way around. Yeah. Because <laughs> I lived in Laramie before he did. So I moved away in 2003 and uh, he moved here in the fall of 2003. Ah. Uh, everyone thought he was me for a long time. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's how, uh, you know, I want to claim that I started his uh, career off at, uh, in the restaurants there in Laramie, just because a lot of people knew me from uh, my fun activities for Summit sense. College. <laughs> that makes sense. I'll get back to the story later about kind of that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, did you grow up with your step siblings? Cause I have a stepsister and I did more growing up with her when I was younger than we moved to Wyoming. So it was really hard to spend a lot of time. So my mom got married when I was 12 and then my dad didn't get married until I want to say I was 17 or 18. I'm not sure exactly. So, um, but I primarily lived with my mom. Um, so I did inherit two stepsisters through that marriage, um, which was a little unique because my my uh, youngest stepsister on that side, she's four days older than me. So, okay, yeah. So we always uh, mess with people and say, oh, yeah, we're twins. I have a big head. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh -huh. I, you say. I mean, if you could see me, you, you know. You understand that one, Rude. Oh, yeah. I have a big head. My head's probably it. bigger than yours. It's like, oh, I got oh. stuck. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you got stuck four days later. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I love free rent. <laughs> so, uh, Laramie, you went to Slade, and then did you go back to Lander? No, went to North Dakota. But, North uh, Dakota? Did your mom get a job I, I did live... Before we get to North Dakota, I, oh. I, I want to plug my one favorite story about... Uh, Growing up in Laramie, I went okay. to this daycare that was right across the street from Wash Park. Yep. It um, is no longer there. Uh, turned in, I don't know what it's called, but it used to be called Kids Connection, I believe. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'd go to Wash Park, and that's where I uh, experienced my first dunk uh, when <laughs> I was five, courtesy of Finnis Dimbo. Uh... Yeah, picked me up and let me dunk. It was pretty, pretty sweet. Um, yeah. And uh, that's, that's like, one of my first actual memories 
Like, yeah. Oh, going over there and getting hang on the rim. Huh. The That's awesome. I know lots of people that worked at Kids Connection when I was in college eventually. So, um, another creepy story from there. Oh. I uh, actually went to a church back in 2003. And um, this lady goes, where do I know you from? And I listed like, oh, you know, I worked at the rec center. I worked at the yeah. half acre. And then she goes, no, no. And then she's like, did you go to Kids Connection? He's actually my old daycare person from Kids Connection. As crazy as that is. Wow, that she could recognize yeah, you. Yeah, I look the exact same. Hair later. and everything. Hair and everything. Sporting the hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember going to Washington Park. I didn't move to Larry I was 13. And guys like Fennis Dembo and all the basketball players and football players, it was like they yeah. that's where they play basketball at outside. And you got to see a lot of good players. I think I got dunked on there, not got my first dunk, got dunked on at yeah. Washington Park uh, later on in life. Uh, and so, yeah, I remember that basketball very well. I don't know if people still run like that, like they used to back in the day. Uh, I'm sure they got nice basketball to courts to play on now inside and such. Yeah. So, I've never seen anyone playing there, honestly. So if I, if I, they're not running, if they are, they're just shooting a hoop or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it used to be a packed court every summer weekend every weekend that was nice like and they're good players i'm not good at basketball at all well i don't know uh, how to play but i would never made it my sport I, i'm not really good at basketball either but i i uh was always a skinny fat kid sitting at the end of the bench watching like what to do and so i can actually coach it a lot better than i can play it so it's one of those do as i say now as i do yeah i <laughs> coached football and basketball fifth and sixth grade football and fourth and fifth grade basketball, I was a more of a successful basketball coach than I was a football coach because I think the passion didn't get in the way. Mm -hmm. Like I was able to be a coach and teach skills than want to win so much at football. So it was, I was a much better coach at basketball. Well, like along those lines, even they even say, um, you know, like the stud professional athletes, you know, like Larry Bird being a basketball coach. Like he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time, but yeah, because that came so easy to him, the coaching was a lot harder because he didn't understand why guys weren't doing what, you know, what he could do as good as he was. Yeah, yeah. I get, I could see that too. Yeah, I felt, yeah, because I was all, I felt that I was um, definitely um, out of my element a little bit. I was a good coach but I didn't know basketball enough. So I did study up on it and made sure I was teaching good skills and would pick all my friends brains that coach to do drills and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of fun. The craziest is when I moved back to Laramie 2003 and the kids I had coached were on the bars. That was a trip. Cause I was probably five or six years older than them yeah. uh, as an 18 year old coach. And then you know, time passes and next thing I know, I'm buying shots for my star point guard when he was a fourth grader. Like that was crazy. <laughs> I, I, I know those, that feeling. My yeah. uh, first group of kids I coached, they are 34 now. That, yeah. So wow. just like they're all married kids and, you know, they don't even, you know, they don't go to the bars anymore. Either. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but I do remember those things where I'm just like, are you old enough to be here? Like, oh. <laughs> so as a kid what were i mean speaking of basketball what as a kid what were you what were you into 
like sports or were you academics or um collecting you know, stuff? probably the first uh you know i don't know i i moved around a lot so yeah I, so it was me and my brother like yeah we didn't, we didn't have a bunch of good friends back in michigan we did split custody you know and uh so i pretty much tried to do what he always did type uh-huh. thing. sometimes i wasn't good at it sometimes i was um <laughs> To this day, I still don't like playing like fighting video games like Mortal Kombat, Street <laughs> Fighter, because he's really good at them, and I'm not. However, I'm always did all the sport video games, so okay. I always got him in that. And so, um, but as a kid, pretty much I just ran around outside. I like to build forts. Um, I like to vandalize stuff with a, a water balloon launcher from 150 yards out. Nice. So far, I could launch whatever illegal uh, projectile, and uh, you know, uh, that's cool. I wish I had one of those growing up. <laughs> I uh, one of my dad's girlfriends back when I was must have been twelve or thirteen, her, or my, I might have even even been younger. She lived right behind a high school, and on one of the trees is like an apple tree or a and crab out. I don't know, but those yeah. things would go really far. Right at high school kids. And then I'd have to run inside really quick because I got to be a pretty good, you know, got pretty good aim. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. Well, I grew up with in Oregon and we had an acre of forest right behind my house and then another acre that was no build zone. So I had like a whole like forest to run around and, and let my imagination around dirt clods and stuff came along and, um, yeah, I'm sure we threw stuff at cars because we had a pretty busy, busy road that went right past my house. <laughs> so you could hide in the brush and just launch stuff on the street. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I mean, they love that. And uh, I, my sister was really good. My older sister was in academics. And I followed her. She was uh, the shadow for me. I've told the story lots of time. Uh, she's the original rude. Um, not a lot of people know that. Uh, she had a coach. I had to coach him later and uh, there was a track coach and nobody can say flask rude. So just like rude. And so she was rude. And then I came along six years later and played football for him. And he was like, Oh, you're rude's little brother. And I was constantly (laughs) Rochelle's little brother, rude's little brother. And so she was the shadow. So every cast this big shadow. So every time thing she wanted to do, I was trying to be different and uh, as academics wasn't really my thing as much i mean i wasn't dumb but i i did enough to get by but i wasn't trying to get straight a's or anything that wasn't really yeah feeling to me i'd rather play sports and uh so that was what i was into and i mean as a kid yeah comic books skateboarding um playing in our woods uh yeah and all that kind of stuff was yeah and, and I can relate, you know, being the uh, being the shadow child type thing, because mm-hmm. both my sisters and my brother that I grew up with, wicked smart, and uh, I never felt, you know, I I always had to bust my butt to be, you know, to compete. Yeah. But not until I was a teacher did I figure out that I was actually a smart person. Like I, I really, I'm like. Oh, a 3.7 GPA is good. Yes. Like, but my my stepsister is four years older than me. She had like a 3.9. So uh, I thought a 3.7 was horrible. And, uh, you know, um, 
and that also led to me coaching too, because, uh, you know, I tried to do football. My brother was pretty good at football. I was not, I was the uh, skinny fat kid is what uh, my coach would call me because oh, no. I, cause I was skinny, but I did everything like a fat kid. Like I ran slow. I couldn't catch, you know, but I was the skinny guy. <laughs> so uh, I think I graduated high school at six, five, 180 pounds. So it was a little brutal. Yeah. yeah. You'd have been getting Ninja warrior. Yeah. A light guy. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, yeah, I just turn sideways and I'd disappear, <laughs> but then, uh, you know, the wind in Wyoming and Laramie just blow you away. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I make jokes. Like I go, have you ever seen the wind stop blowing in Laramie? People are like, no. And I was like, we'd all fall over. Yeah. We'd all yeah. walk with a lean. As we walk in Wyoming because it is windy. That, that is true. I, I remember I used to live at, uh, I don't know what the building is now, but 11th and Lewis. This is a little white crappy house and it's been torn down and uh, UW has purchased it since. But I remember looking across and there's a little parking lot right by the geology building. All right. And this yeah. is when I was like, like I could see see a open parking spot from across the street. And I actually drove my car over like two blocks or not two blocks, like 200 feet. So like, I'm not walking this. And, you know, that was before, um, you know, all the mass transit and stuff. So oh, yeah. you had to have all the little parking passes and it was when, uh, Prexy's pasture. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, you could drive around and hit random bikers and students constantly because it wasn't walking only yet. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah uh <laughs> sweet parking spots yeah um because i well with the with the weather here it definitely affected my education because i didn't buy the parking passes and you park so far out and you'd be like i'm not walking in this classes go on pause today <laughs> and uh eventually i had a uh pass for my job that i was in control of because uh, we'd have our own vehicles and so i used a lot for my own personal use so i had the good close parking spots here and there <laughs> when it wasn't in use uh but still there was lots of times i was like and i know lots of people that went to university of wyoming are like yep i believe you like not motivated to walk through the snow the wind and the crap just to get to class and and then do it again when your class is yeah. over you're like yeah. oh, maybe i can miss today when uh i think the main spot i always parked uh, you know, when I moved a little bit further off campus was at 13th and Grand. There's always an open spot right there on the, uh, let's see, that would be the south side of the road. It's always open. It doesn't require a permit still. So, but you have to get there kind of early. <laughs> that is almost where I park now, actually about 14th, but I have a parking pass. So I have yeah. a lot I can park in and everything. So working at the university. Oh, I got to pay. Everybody's like, do you get a free pass? I'm like, no, you got to pay for that. Hey, you yeah, it's stupid. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't like they just de demoed Wild Hall. It's gone. Oh wow! And uh, that was my former office, and I used to have sweet parking there, where I'd walk like twenty feet and I'd be in the door. Now I have to park in a lot and walk into Ross Hall. Wait across. It sucks during the winter time. It's yeah. I but I still make it, but I'm just angry by the time I get there. <laughs> and going this stupid because I used to have sweet spot. Now I got to change my. I changed my career year 16 and it wasn't my doing. It was the university deciding yeah. to change it for me. Changing careers. That's always, always difficult. It, well, yeah, it's, they got rid of the outreach school. 
because the president and the provost came from schools that didn't run outreach that way. They let the departments do it. And at the same time, all the departments had just made cuts. So they didn't have really people to run it. So like all distance ed kind of tanked after they got rid of the outreach school and uh, they put me in IT and I was like, okay. And they're like, now you're going to fix classrooms. And I'm like, I used to be a video conferencing guy. I know how classrooms work, but it was a whole new learning curve that I didn't think I'd have to do about year 16. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's been interesting so far. I love to play with technology. That's kind of the, the side stuff. And COVID kind of made vi- distance learning a big thing. And it was in, worked for my wheelhouse and I excelled during it. But yeah, bitching about the weather here. So, um, <laughs> well, you follow- not right now, Ju- July and oh, perfect. perfect. Yeah, oh yeah, it's perfect. It's great right now. Yeah, it's four. It's like four weeks to winter, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, once Do, Jubilee Days it doesn't blow over, in July, there. I expect once Jubilee Days is over, I expect like it just turn winter. Like okay, it's yeah. over. Summer's over. Yeah, uh, we've well, seen we had, snow in all in every month there. So yeah, yeah. yeah, we've had the we got the heat at the beginning of June, like everybody else in the West did, and so we were out of town. So like totally killed my yard because my sprinklers on. But I was like, I'm ready for the rain now, not the blazing hot. And so yeah. I got the rain at Red Rocks the the prior week before you were there uh, with widespread panic. Wednesday, okay. Friday night was just crazy downpour during a lot of the songs. Saturday was okay. Sunday had some rain and right in the middle. Uh, made me go buy a new raincoat. Now I got a kick-ass one. <laughs> like, uh, just All three days, it. huh? Oh, yeah. It was, I, that yeah. was my... 60th widespread panic show wow not all at red rocks i've started watching them since it's about 2008 and i've gone as far as we've got some old mutual friends that uh would be very jealous of you that live uh, here outside of uh, fort collins oh oh george and seth yeah i run into yeah. all time at panic yeah yeah oh yeah they're way ahead of me in shows george especially oh, yeah. oh my gosh like, like I, i'm pretty sure george was able to land a ticket yeah. Or, you know, like one for like each night, but couldn't get stuff on. So, oh no, <laughs> I know he texted with me and he said, I thought they had them both, but oh, they, they might have ended up, yeah. Being, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I didn't score my Friday till like maybe two weeks out, like they re released some tickets, and I was like, I'll just try and nice. got one. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, no, like the first time I went and saw him in 2008, uh, George and Steph were just like, You're gonna love them. Oh, it's going to be so awesome. And I came back going, yeah, they're good. I didn't <laughs> expect it to roll out like it did. And uh, next thing you know, it was three shows here, two shows here. And then <laughs> I made I made a thing of it where I will travel. And I've been to Charlotte. That's about the farthest. I've gone Austin, Vegas nice. a few times. Um, hopefully this year we're going for uh, Halloween in New Orleans. So, Yeah. Have yeah, panic! I will. I'll try to get there. Um, yeah. what, what, what do they call the groupies? For spreadheads. Spreadheads. I've heard that one. Okay. Yeah. Which I, I is. I remember. I, I knew there was a couple yeah. different things. Yeah. Spreadheads. Yeah. It's uh. It's been fun. Wow. Got sidetracked on that one. Concerts at Red Rocks. Uh, <laughs> it's lucky because I don't know, people, listeners, if you know, um, you're like right there, aren't you? In Golden. Well, I moved away, this past, but I had been about a 10-minute drive for five years. So right there, yeah. Um, 2019, right? Yeah. Or 2018, I think. Um, 
either way, I probably went to about 20 shows each summer. There you go. And uh, I was back in grad school and maxing those student loans out. Got some Rockies tickets, got a bunch of shows up at Red Rocks. And uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the way to go. And Laramie's about two and a half hours. So I've soaked in a lot of Red Rock show. I've kind yeah. of made it widespread panic thing now. I don't go to as many shows there as I used to. Yeah. Because uh, the rigor more sometimes is ridiculous. I just want to be like in my spot, in my seat, go yeah. band. But it yeah. takes a whole lot to get to that point. So uh, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, it's it's a rad, rad venue, people. If you haven't ever been to Red Rocks, you should go. Go yeah. check it out. Make it a, make it a thing, a bucket list thing. For I sure. Say. Yeah. For sure. So we're going to rewind back to you're in high school. In Sheridan, where you said you kind of yep, spent yep. a good time. So, like, what, what, I mean, you'd moved around and you finally got to a place. How long were you in Sheridan? Um, did five years for K or from like eighth grade to 12th grade. Then, then I went out to uh, Sheridan uh, Junior College for, okay. you know, I still buy that free rent you know, yeah. from back in the day. And uh, yeah, so got two more years of free rent. And then I came down to, Laramie in 2001. And well, you spoke, okay, your, your parents did uh, dual, um, gosh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I did the uh, general summer, um, oh, you what do you call it for the guys, where the guys, you know, or where the kids go visit dad for the summer. Okay, yep, I'll do that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would go for about a month every summer and get out of shape and lose yep. my put, put on twenty pounds of grandma's yeah. fried chicken. Yeah, lose my uh, lungs because for seventy two hundred feet as opposed to sea level. Uh, yeah, and every coach would yell at me. I think my senior year, I came back early to get myself back into shape, just so I could. Well, mass. You went to high school in Laramie, there, right? Laramie. Yeah, yeah. Um, moved here when I was 13, went to okay. high school and college here. Um, wasn't part, my part of the uh, 94 state championship team or no, were you earlier? I was 92. Okay. Uh, we Sheridan handed us our ass on, uh, homecoming, but my coach pulled us about 21, nothing. We were banged up and it was one versus two. I'd never seen any offense like that before. <laughs> like it was amazing. Like Blaine Phillips, a quarterback, Blaine Phillips. Yep. And huge huge linemen that would chop block. And I was like, you probably could have beat me straight up, but you got a chop block to get me low. (laughs) So Blaine could zing it over my head. And so, yeah, uh, that was animosity towards Sheridan because we were just built to be Cheyenne Central because they were running the show. And next thing you know, it's this juggernaut Sheridan that's just (laughs) unstoppable. I think they're a juggernaut again. Yeah. My buddy who I run the radio station with, he did play by play up until last year for sharing football and basketball. And I'm like, what another state championship. He's like, yep. Yep." Yeah. I was like, you know, there are only eight teams in Wyoming. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I I remember standing next to his son was a freshman at the time and standing next to his friends that were all freshmen and they're all taller, bigger than me. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is dominance and you're just freshmen right now. So yeah, there's a, there's definitely a, uh, a really good football coach and just great athletes up there in Sheridan. Yep. Uh, so moving to Sheridan, did you, did you feel like home? Did you really enjoy it from like moving around so much? Um, so even the day I graduated, I still felt like I was a new kid. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I felt like I was a new kid. 
like my entire life for the most part. Yeah. From uh, Miss Smith's uh, kindergarten class. You know, I skipped oh. school back then all the way up to, you know, my last year at Sheridan High School where I was just like, I, I just never belonged, I felt like. And so um, a little bit of the shadow syndrome, you know, my, oh, yeah. my stepsister, who's four days older than me, she was student body president. And <laughs> I, I was like a class representative that like didn't get voted just as the guy that showed up. Like, okay, they, they gave me a title. <laughs> yeah. And then I was still the skinny fat kid and couldn't play sports. And, you know, I don't know. The, uh, I didn't. I didn't feel, yeah, it was big, big fish, small pond in Laramie compared to growing up in the suburb of Portland. And so I was like, uh, there was a lot of, this would never fly in my hometown, like kind of attitude. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I, I never felt like I fit in or that was truly accepted. I played sports. I kind of knew Hayball. Uh, it wasn't until my senior year where I actually was pretty good at, mm -hmm. at football and at sports and stuff. And a senior girlfriend where I was like, people started talking to me and I'm, I'm almost want to be like, what's my name? Really? What is my name? And so, uh, I was, I, I, I wanted to, I, I wanted to get not out. say your last name. So last crude. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to get out of Laramie pretty bad. So I thought football was my ticket out, got recruited. And, uh, every coach was pretty much like, I thought you were taller. And I was like, that's not <laughs> happening. Yeah, and uh, they're like, here's you, this would be a guy you'd play with. And it was somebody as tall as you. And I'd be like, well, I'm, I don't have that leverage. So, <laughs> I'm out and uh, decided to go to UW. It wasn't necessarily the first choice. I'm glad I did. They signed my checks now. They got my degree. Like I, I'm, I love yeah. UW now, but I didn't right then. I was still still am a big Ducks fan, Oregon Ducks fan. Quite, and quite. so I would uh, even go to football games with duck gear on and stuff like back <laughs> in the day in college. So eventually I got on the home team and I have season tickets and all that and super fan and glutton for punishment some years and everything what so going to sheridan junior college did you want to transfer to uw always or were you like wherever so, i go um uw was uh i never really looked at colleges you know you, you graduate in wyoming there's like one option yeah. so it was kind of by default and you know wyoming is great education and you know pretty cheap compared to the rest of the country there um i'm a i've got a business degree from there and you know i was always pretty good with numbers so yeah um you know i still max out my student loans every time every year i was there but uh you know i i would invest them like the leftovers and hopefully make more than the five percent <laughs> So that's that, a good it, idea just to get capital and then put it into something they can make you the money yeah. by. Hang on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never took out student loans. Well, my parents decided to, they were divorced, but they're like, we'll pay for your college. They trade off semesters. Uh, and then they're like five years, we'll pay for it. And well, I went six because I had a fun time. I had a fun time for a lot of people <laughs> at UW and, uh, I paid for my last year. I could have made it five and a half, but I just was working and going to school part-time. So I just strung it to two semesters and was like, I have no idea what I wanted to do. I have a degree in broadcasting. I had no clue. Mm -hmm. So I was like, do what you know. I had a job at the university at UWTV. I worked at the parlor. I was like, okay, do what you know. And then I'd been working at a summer camp uh, from like 96 on 
and I met my now ex-wife there. So I figured out that what I was going to do. And we moved to New York and I ended up working at a TV station there. And it was interesting because I got the opportunity to work at that TV station because my resume got to them from my dad, not my stepdad, who was like the man at UWTV taught classes. Like he had all the connections, but my dad, a teacher in Oregon, somebody, I knew somebody. And next thing you know, I'm getting a call about coming in to work for News 12 Long Island. Nice. And so it, it was interesting. I, I knew I had to gain that experience there, but New York burned me out. And then like realizing my marriage wasn't really working. Uh, we were pretty much opposites. After a while, we figured out this isn't going to work. And uh, I got a job at the University of Wyoming and been here last 18 years. I said five years when I moved here. It's like, I'm going to move here five years and I'm going back to Oregon. That's where I'm going to be. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live here last 18. I own a house, have a great girlfriend, two cats. Like I'll retire from the University of Wyoming. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The crazy part of Wyoming, you said uh, like you went out to New York and your dad was able to um, plug you in. I, so when I graduated in 2010, okay, okay. I, I, I didn't do all, okay, I wasn't in school from 2001 till 2000, graduated in 2003 and came back in 2007. Okay. But in 2010, when I graduated again, I uh, went out to Iowa because um, one of my best friends from childhood was out there and was giving me a free place to stay. Yeah. And I, I interviewed at uh, high school. And very first question I had was, so have you ever done the buckhorn roll? <laughs> and I was like, this is a trick question. So um, I, you know, Justin, you want to explain the uh, buckhorn roll to your listeners? Sure. All right, folks, there's a, there's a bar here in Laramie called the parlor and there's a bar called the buckhorn. The parlor sits above the buckhorn. So you got to take stairs to get up there. Uh, they've had an addition upstairs too, but there's lots of stairs. And uh, at the any point in the night, if you get drunk enough, uh, people would throw themselves down the stairs and call the buckhorn roll. Some people would get a uh, a bit of a push from bouncer types like me, and they got a free buckhorn roll for doing stupid shit in the bar. And uh, but it would be interesting working out in the parlor and you just be hear this commotion. And people will be lined up around the stairs and someone will be throwing themselves down the stairs. I've seen people in neck braces leave yeah. the bottom of the stairs. They put little metal rivets to try to deter people. That didn't work. Um, my <laughs> friend threw a guy down the stairs for hitting a girl in the bar. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. It, it, it's interesting. Now they have a couple different sets of stairs you probably could throw yourself well, well, down. Is the uh, guy's bathroom still in the basement too? Yep. Yeah, so there's another buckhorn roll happening. Oh god, I would I, I you would need like probably another vaccine shot if you did the buckhorn roll into that bathroom <laughs> yeah. down there. That thing's yeah. nasty. Like I always said when they stopped smoking in bars in Laramie, I was like, the buckhorn should be grandfathered in because then you can now you can smell the bathroom downstairs from anywhere <laughs> and it's gross. <laughs> so gross. Sorry, buckhorn like your bar, but your bathroom is just permanently guy's bathroom downstairs is wrong yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did you know did you answer the question did you say so, no, I did the so um i i did answer the question and i, I believe i told him no okay. uh, you know I, i'm pretty sure i partook but usually that was 
on, you know, the Buckhorn was a quick stop on the walk to uh, the Cowboy or the yeah. Ranger or someplace along those lines. And, uh, you know, um, didn't stay there too long. And I was usually, um, you know, had a Jack and Coke pitcher or two by then. So <laughs> well familiar with those. Well, familiar with those. so <laughs> 2003, you left here. Yep. Yep. What you graduated? Or, or, or is actually, I left here in uh, February of 2004. I graduated in December of 2003. All right. And I stuck around for a little bit because uh, I was working at WyoTech full time and uh, was trying to find my replacement. And he's actually still out there. So that's pretty cool. And, uh, but yeah, then my brother came down in, August of 2004. So, yeah. So, did uh, you, what degree is that your business degree? The first, yeah, I've got a business admin degree, and then I've got a secondary math degree, and I just finished my master's in uh, academic leadership. Wow. So, yeah. Now, what did you do between 2003 and seven? So, went to Iowa, you said. Got, well, no, that was in 2010. Was 10. Uh, okay. So went back to Sheridan, coached at the alma mater for a couple of years, ah. and uh, tried to find a business job that would let me leave every day at three o'clock and have Fridays <laughs> off for uh, bus trips across the state mm-hmm. for one basketball game. And um, those aren't uh, readily available, those type of jobs. So I moved down to Phoenix then, tried to make a go of it in the big city life with the yeah. uh, business degree, hated it. And uh, 2007 is actually St. Patty's Day morning. I, I'm kind of Irish. And so I uh, wanted to go drink some beer with my brother and came back up and ended up having a few uh, cocktails at Lovejoy's that night. So it was only a 12-hour drive, but I got here just in time for the bar. So I was probably there because the 18th yeah. is my birthday. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was probably there. And I, I, well, I do remember hearing your voice because I, I met your brother first, and it, I think Greg may have been standing in front of me, and I heard it, your voice behind me, and I was like, "Is it echoing in here?" Like, and I whipped around, and I was like, "That has to be a Grisha." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, like, cousin, brother, whatever. I know. I mean, I just heard the voice. I was like, "This has to be uh, a Grisha," and yes, it was. <laughs> Still and, happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, I don't know which yeah. way. Depends which I think way. You guys go. have. I think you guys have great voices. I think you guys would be awesome DJs. It, it, it's awesome to uh, coach. You know, um, I can yell over three thousand people, and my athletes know. You know yeah, I can pick my voice out. So that's, I do have a. That's good. I definitely don't have an indoor voice. <laughs> I understand that. I know plenty of people that don't too. <laughs> so, so you, you end up back in Laramie 2007. And is that when you start going after your next degree? So, um, yeah. So I decided I needed to become a teacher if I wanted to coach. Yeah. So I, I was good with numbers, had a business degree and, uh, decided to go back for, uh, a secondary math degree to become a math teacher. So that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years. Um, but yeah, I was there for three years picking that up and, um, started working at, you know, the, uh, former 
uh, drunken place I used to hang out at back in 2001 through 2003. And uh, yeah, I was able to, you know, earn back some of my money. <laughs> Love Joy's is the spot. Yeah. I've spoke kindly of that place on here. I haven't been in there in a while, but uh, oh yeah, I, as a DJ, yeah. Like either people remember you from the parlor as a DJ or from Love Choice as a DJ. So I, I never we were back in the corner and uh I was willing to help out. And I, I remember, you know, I helped you many a times there before they decided to employ me. So and uh most likely. Yes, I appreciate all people that would help me carry my equipment. Moving that board uh, that would cut you up because I had you know, and then yeah. uh, there's little rough edges. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. yeah. And like I have those CDs still because everyone's like, wow, you're on CDs because people would spill all the time. So I was going to put my laptop in jeopardy there. I yeah. do DJ off a laptop now. And uh, and also I didn't trust myself either because I was drunk too. So like I have the CDs and it just, I open up the book and it's like, <laughs> like so oh, many yeah. people, it's that. I've, I've actually got uh, one of my brother's CD books. It is still traveled with me and it's in the closet right here next to me that I can pull out and the old case logic 256. <laughs> you know, that's how I've actually taken it to school before. And I'm like, you guys think you're cool. You're not as cool as what this does. Yeah. And you show them a 256 case, <laughs> uh, case logic, uh, CD case. And they're just like, what? Like, wow. It's like a dinosaur. <laughs> this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. Two of them. Two of you're them. even that much cooler <laughs> i had yeah the big book i can't remember what it held and then i had two smaller ones and one i like i was like okay this is just special music that i only apply once in a while i didn't need it out all the time but uh so yeah esposito stuff right yeah joe esposito yep best <laughs> around karate kid reference people if you didn't get that one uh highly requested song while i dj'd <laughs> that and uh stuck in the middle with you was a was a big crowd turner because once people heard that song i was about to turn into a bunch of hip-hop dance stuff was about to happen usually came <laughs> out around 11 or so depending what night it was depending how many people were still eating uh i had a guy tip me 20 bucks for not just rocking the joint when i walked in just playing like chill eating music and stuff nice, nice. he's like here's 20 bucks i was like what do you want to hear and he's like oh nothing we're leaving i was glad you didn't just destroy our ears and you played some good like dinner eating music that i enjoyed but it wasn't too loud and i was like okay. there you go so i was like i owe you some music later so come back at some point <laughs> but yeah that, that was probably one of my bigger tips for not playing any music which yeah it's not always that easy uh so you're getting a degree you're working at Lovejoy's yeah and yeah. and uh so was it was it just good to be back or I mean you're like a permanent student it seems like I couldn't bring myself to go back to so, school I mean I guess yeah um you know there's you know, not too many things that are worse than uh changing your degree like right before you graduate yeah but something worse than that is changing your degree after you graduated <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because then you go back and, you know, um, I always worked full time during school. Like I refused to take money from my parents. Okay. And, uh, you know, so I worked full time at WyoTech the first time around, worked full time at Lovejoy's and uh, worked full time during my graduate program. So, um, you know, I probably didn't need the student loans, but I also had a uh, bad habit of, you know, drinking $8 pitchers. Yes. 
routinely and um, the in invention of the uh, Gregor bomb and Kegger bomb. Yeah. No one really knows about the Kegger bomb. That was just wow. a uh, Sunday morning screw up by me when I was bartending one day. Used the wrong cups as a 16 ounce Gregor bomb or Jaeger bomb, a triple instead of the uh, normal double Jaeger bomb. Wow. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what school paid for or full time work paid for. Um, and then the student loans just covered school. So <laughs> I understand. I, that's why I started working in bars and such because i spent so much time there i was like might as well be a part of the the yeah, problem yeah. i well my first dj spot job it's like stumbling into gold like i got in the parlor so much the manager i turned 21 and he like was there underage and maybe like a month later was like uh you like music rude and i was like yeah i love it who doesn't and he's like you want to be a dj and i was like yeah absolutely I had no clue what i was getting myself into besides I'd watch them carry in CDs in their milk crates. And I was like, I can do that. But like <laughs> playing songs and not sounding like a jukebox, like like feeling the room. Yeah. And, feeling uh, the room and be, being able to uh, help uh, shoot. I forget his name. The guy, the, there's an older gentleman who used to come to love George line. He do the dip. Like you just keep dipping until the song would pop back. Like, and that's how I always started. You know, he's probably in his, mid 40s i would think dancing with the huh. college ladies and <laughs> he, he might have been older than that i don't know um <laughs> everyone was old when everyone's old when you're 22 oh yeah 27 you know so and well i love joys i was like 10 years old in the crowd almost because yeah. i graduated and came back and they're always shocked they're like i just thought you were a student like me and i'm like no i got a full-time job and it's just you know, drinking. I was like, I don't have to study. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I remember there was the uh, Greg and myself and you and um, some other older people, Sarah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We were like the old people, which was kind of cool, kind of not, you know. But, and, uh, I mean, Lovejoys did me a service of getting rid of me in 2010 because eventually I was kind of like, I'll be the old guy in the corner playing music that I only like and nobody else <laughs> yeah. does. And yeah. music really changed, so I'm glad I yeah, got yeah, out I when I did. So I was like, I, I mean, I still DJ and everything, but I get to choose my own stuff, and I don't have to play the same 40 songs three days in a row. So that's <laughs> that's good. Uh, radio stations and bar uh, doing weddings now, which is there you go, fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. And so you getting up, you finish up school here. Wh where do you where do you go from there in 2000 after you fin get your your education degree so went out to iowa and um then i actually i was out there for about a year um and then i actually moved back to denver so okay. in 2011 um the one reason never to move to a place is what rude what's the one reason never to change your location uh job <laughs> nope no that, that's perfect reason traffic no i don't know Why? Okay. You never no move to a new city yeah. for a woman. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. I or, that one out. you know, for the significant other. That's the, uh, you know, um, so my ex at the time, she moved back to Denver and we had plans if I didn't uh, land the teaching job that I wanted out in Iowa, we were going to move back to Denver. Um, but it was a weird time in my life, say the least. So I uh, moved back and 
or moved to Denver back in 2000, yeah, 2011, September, 2011. And uh, it was, yeah, been treating me well since. So, so you're down there, you're teaching still. Um, I'm actually changing my major after I've graduated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a transition period right now. Okay. So, um, I, uh, coached and taught at golden high school for six years then went up to to loveland for this past year and um you know i'm turns out if i'm not coaching i don't really enjoy teaching and i haven't been coaching so i'm not enjoying teaching and therefore looking to go you know wherever may be right now so put your business degree to work or just something on in that education business degree math degree you know that leadership degree that I just spent 20 oh, yeah. grand on that I haven't used at all, um, you know, become like a, a, a dean or an assistant principal, something along those lines, something where I can still hang out with the younger crowd, but uh, not have to deal with them as much, I guess. I don't know. You know, you don't want to be the old guy in the corner. I, I understand <laughs> that one. I like, as I've, progressed my career i employ student employees uh i I have ever since uh 2006 or so Mm -hmm. and uh in the beginning i was really close and friendly with a lot of them and i couldn't tell you the names anymore of them because times have passed so much that i'm just like well i'm gonna if i'm not gonna invest all this time in you you're just gonna leave me so I, I, I get them trained up and they work and stuff, yeah, but I'm yeah, not yeah. that good of friends with the people I work with uh, as students and stuff. And now they're getting to an age where they could legit be my kid. Like if I decided to, if I had kids in yeah. my 20s. So I'm like, oh, got to not be a friend and be a leader and, and a boss. Yeah, and it, that's definitely tricky. So. Yeah. And uh, it's it's such a like time traveling because I went to the University of Wyoming and now – uh, everybody's wearing '90s fashion, and I crack up like thinking I didn't ever leave campus from the '90s. And next thing I know, everybody's wearing the yeah. same kind of fashion. Yeah. It cracks me out. I actually saw someone uh, the other day rocking uh, uh, an Oregon nice. Ducks uh, starter jacket. Yes, one of the you know the one that we yeah. one that you actually had. <laughs> you know, I probably I had a University of Michigan one. And a Mighty Ducks one, but uh, yeah. I had a Trailblazer one. But you had to have one that was different from everyone else. Yeah. And, and luckily, you came from Oregon, and uh, I I had the ties to Michigan, so I was like, it's a lot easier. You know, I don't know why I had the Mighty Ducks one. Must like the movie a lot, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice. It's a good color. I had a, a Portland one for sure. Stars Jack. I had a Niner one. Um, God, I didn't have a Ducks one. No, the worst part about those is so because I moved to Wyoming and those aren't made to be warm in. Those (laughs) those are the worst jackets ever. Yeah. (laughs) I saw a guy with a Niner old school starter jacket on at Red Rocks, Twice Red Panic. And I had to go grab him and be like, I love your jacket. And he's like, that he goes to his wife, that's two today. It was said that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yep, that's awesome. Well, one more question for you, right. and I ask everybody this question. Uh, since the show is called All My Friends with Justin Flaskrude, how'd we meet? 
how did we meet? Yeah. Um, I am pretty sure it was at the end of the bar at Lovejoy's, I would assume. And, you know, I think you were getting a diet rum and coke. Is that, does that diet, sound right? Diet Jack. Diet Jack. And or Diet Jack. Yeah. That was my diet Jack and Coke. Some, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly. And I was trying to uh, probably, I got sick of the Jack and Coke. So I was trying to get Long Island's. But instead of with the Coke, I had him put the uh, Roaring Lion, the Red oh. Bull knockoff in there. Yo. Oh, yeah. And just oh. have a heart attack by three in the morning every night after drinking a couple of those. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of alluded talking about it earlier where, like, I heard your voice and, and Greg was standing in front yeah. of me. And I was like, that's got to be. I don't know if I met you initially that night, but it, it came in time. <laughs> And uh, honestly, we could have met in 2003. Right when I moved back to Wyoming. Yeah, and and, and I'm pretty sure we probably did because I frequented Lovejoys and, you know. So did I. And that was the reason I I applied to be a bouncer there. And Kara was like, "Uh, you're a DJ, right? And I was like, I haven't DJed in a couple of years. And she's like, I know. I used to come in underage parlor and and watch a DJ. And she's like, you're our new (laughs) DJ now. And I was like. So I, guess I better go pull up that music again because yeah. I kind of changed. Kara's from the whole the hometown of Sheridan, Wyoming as well. Yeah. So uh, so it's kind of, you know, I want to claim that I got my brother the job there at Lovejoy's, but I'm pretty sure uh, he knew Kara ahead of time too. So we started, right? Like he started in that yeah. summer and then I came on like beginning of the school year. The good old days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kara. Yeah. I wish I could get her on this show. She'd have some good love yeah. love joy's stories she probably has some good stories about me getting kicked out or le- holding up a post in there for sure i one time i got kicked out wait yeah uh i was, was my i got kicked year. out while i was on the clock How yeah, about that? it was my first year djing yeah that's 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 pretty impressive uh <laughs> my first year djing uh it was packed like it always was i brought friends through the back door and I believe Carrie stopped me in my tracks and was like, you guys got to get out now. And I was like, I'm getting kicked out of my own bar. And uh, I guess I was. Um, yeah. it, years uh, after I had gone to the Buckhorn for like six months and came back, I wouldn't have stood for such like shenanigans <laughs> from Carrie if she would have done that again. Uh, I would like, fine, my friends can go, but I'm staying. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I snuck in multiple times, you know, coming in through the back door and, you know, even when i worked there full-time and still had the poor uh life choices that's probably the main reason i needed to leave you know um, every time you wake up at 503 uh, the ta- the booth 503 ah. the uh, six top that had a nice half booth off yeah. the corner and uh the dishwasher slash handyman cleaning crew would wake me up in the morning go get a fresh t-shirt swish some uh uh, peppermint schnapps and ready to work just like that do the books and uh yeah it was a uh tough lifestyle not too many people were aware of <laughs> how hard i got down <laughs> sometimes well like i mean I, I i think you need to leave laramie and to truly enjoy it so you can come back yeah. glad to do it at, I, at- i've been asked to come back multiple times even i was asked today to come back there so as crazy as that is, I don't know. Who knows? I like those 300 days of sun down here in Denver. True. 
and what we're all older and more responsible now maybe yeah and so i can't say i go out all that often anymore i don't know if i'm responsible at all so <laughs> i don't tear it down in my own hometown I'll there do you that go other that, that's smart of you yeah i try not to like right on. i remember one of my employees was like what are you into justin are you like a devout christian reborn or something like that we never see you out or anything i was like good yeah good yeah. dj rude has left the building as far as my <laughs> my reputation in this town of being that wild man i know there's plenty of people who remember it but they yeah. still know dj rude on a radio station but i was like good well I'm glad i don't have to <laughs> exactly i mean little known story they uh they used to think that there's three grisham brothers that were in Laramie. So um, there's my, myself who uh, worked at the rec department. And then there was, um, you know, and I worked at the, you know, I did all the fun stuff, umpiring and sports yeah. stuff. Then there was my brother who ran the bar. And then there was the crazy one who uh, <laughs> would get in the bar fights and everything else along those lines. And uh, that was James. And James happens to be my first name. I go by my middle name and oh. they can never find James or just like, cause everyone always called me Kyle. So for KG, I do miss the KG days. Ah, uh, yes. I think I called you KG more you than did. Yeah. More than I did so, Kyle. We were all about the initials there in the uh, late two thousands. I, I, I could never, G G G. I could KG. never bring myself to call him GG. Yeah. I was one of the few. I was like Greg or Gregors. Like I wasn't. Yeah. Guy. I, I never did either. I usually called him, hey, bleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Siblings, you can do that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. You know so, that stuff. Good time. I want to thank you for being on the show. It was great talking to you. I had some great stories. Yeah. Great to catch up, man. Yeah. So. Maybe we'll lure you up sometime soon again. Football yeah. games. If you like well, I'm, I'm pretty sure the family's got some season tickets there again. So I do how's too. This, how's the season looking? I think we're going to be good. All right. I think, we got, I think we got a really actually uh really good offensive line that's got a lot of experience on it. So there we go. that's the key. That's always the key. Yeah. The, the, the big uglies. No offense, yeah. guys. I'm one yeah, of those guys. Me can too. Still, can still throw a ball better between my legs than I can overhand. So <laughs> can snap it back, perfect spiral. Can't can't throw a football with a spiral. Yeah, I can't throw. I, I'm <laughs> left-handed, so I had to learn and watch everybody else throw it. And I and so I never really picked it up. And I was lineman. They're like, "This isn't a toy," and they throw the ball away. <laughs> there you go. So, or I, go, I was a backup center for a little bit, but since I was left-handed, our quarterback it would come out the hand differently, so they would really have to adjust to me snapping the ball. So they didn't like oh. put me there very often. <laughs> there you go. All right, man. Well, thank you. All right, I appreciate it, Ruth. Have a great one, and uh, take care. thank Kyle for being on the show. I learned lots about Kyle during the interview. I'm sure you did as well. I didn't know his real name was James, his real first name. Wow, that was kind of a shock to me. We didn't get a chance to talk about how all of Kyle's favorite sports teams are from Michigan. It's nice to talk sports with Kyle because I don't have to hear about any Denver sports teams. On one final note, I am still looking for an artist or artist to make an intro for this show or just transition music like you heard right before I started talking here and the beginning of the show and such, 
or it could be a guitar line, drum line, bass line, uh, electric triangle. Uh, if you're an artist and you play music and you want to uh, make music for my show, let me know. I will promote you. I will promote the artist if it's not you, if you give me their information. You can connect with me on my Facebook page, All My Friends with Justin Flaskerud, or if you have my uh, personal information, like my phone number, text me, or hit me up in a DM or PM or however on social media. But I need a music artist to make music for this show, and I will promote them. Yes, it'll be good times and me just using uh, this free standard stuff I've been using for the whole show. So let me know if you are one of those people or you know one of those people. On to the next episode. <laughs>